Welcome to My Hometown Artist Podcast. We talk about showing up authentically on social media as an artist, creative, or right-brained entrepreneur, so you can do what you love. I'm your host, Hannah. I'm here to help you find self-growth, expand your work, and have more fun trying new things. We stay curious and focus on being solution-driven. Let's get to it. Sweet. Yeah. So the story of that is one time I didn't like do the refresh thing and I lost Mm -hmm. like a whole episode because of it and it made me so sad. So I'm not a tech person, but I'm going to grow and learn. (laughs) This is just a PSA to everybody that will listen to this. Sometimes you mess up and that's okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Um, Can you just tell us? Yeah. Can you just tell us? who you are and what you do. My name is Kels Gore and I am a painter and I have a TikTok. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> I I love the artists that I found on TikTok. They're just a different breed. They're my favorite people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk with you today because I had a little hiatus from recording and now I'm getting back at it. Um, Mm -hmm. and I feel like, like I've been missing talking to people. So I really appreciate the time. I also love the tie dye t-shirt you have on. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's amazing. That's beautiful. (laughs) Did did you used to like actually make tie dye when you were a kid or when I was a kid? Okay. Cause that was like a whole thing. Like in the early two thousands, it was like tie dye and like making your own bracelets and like all the, all the braids in the hair and all that stuff. That was just like. The, the vibe yeah yeah and really bright neon clothes if you remember that too yeah i do yeah yeah it'd be like you um, go to friend's house like want a tie-dye yeah like what else are we gonna do we don't have we don't have a car yet <laughs> we don't yeah. we like live in a small town probably <laughs> like that mm-hmm. was what i went through yeah but i'm so excited to talk and i was looking through your stuff and i was really inspired by the way you post i feel like it's just so vulnerable the way that you were talking to your your uh, followers on your page. I feel like I never see people talk the way you do on video, which is just like to press record and just go. Like I feel like we're always like making like a script and like cutting it up and making it super quick. And I was like, this is really nice. It feels like I'm just sitting with you uh, in a video. So that's what I appreciated mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but my first question for you is, what has your experience been on social media up to this point? Just like personally or with your artwork, how do you feel about it right now? That's a good question. Um, I guess I started posting like to TikTok with for my art in the fall of 2021. And I remember like someone telling me like, you have to post like five times a day and like <laughs> get your art out there and like, and I was like, no, I'm not going to post five times a day. Like, that's too much. Yeah. Like, that's a lie. That's not even necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess my, um, it's a work in progress, I'd say. Like, my the relationship with social media and showing up authentically. Um, I've been really trying, like, to show up authentically and not get caught up in trends. Although sometimes I do, like, little sounds just to show a piece. But I'm also thinking about doing like, I'm not good at recording progress videos, but sometimes I do. And then like kind of like doing a voiceover on like the progress of the the process of the 
the painting. I think those are really fun to do. So I kind of yeah. want to do more. And just I've been working on showing up authentically, like with my videos, just about like, you know, like making like the video on like making like messy art and like, yeah, the Buddhism video, like those feel very like those two videos feel very like authentic to me because it like shows a part of who I am. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I have a question about that later too, about the, about your philosophy that you uh, ascribe to. I am so like in love with the fact that, that you get to feel like yourself because that's, that's something that so many people don't get to. Like they don't get to that point where they're like, I feel really proud of that video. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the work that I'm doing. And I feel like that when you get to that point where you feel like it's it's actually aligned with who you are is when it stops feeling like this massive problem and this hill to overcome. It feels more mm -hmm. just like, oh, it's just a thing that I'm adding into my mix of like how I get the word out about myself. But yeah. uh, I was really inspired by those in particular, yeah. And I saw that you do, you do port pet portraits on commission and- yeah. I haven't talked to someone who does that before um, or who offers that. How did you decide to offer that and to post that on your social media? Was it uh, based on feedback of, of what people wanted? How did you decide to offer that on your pages? So I've done a few pet portraits like for gifts. And I also did um, one cat um, commission piece um, back in 2021. And I just think they're really fun to do. And like, my style is kind of like abstract. And so I can like, it's like a funky like vibe. Yeah. So I find them really fun to do. And just like to, for someone to like, people want pictures of their pets, but um, most so like, I wanted to like have like an abstract like option for people to go to come to me, because a lot of people um, get like realistic portraits, but sometimes people might want them like abstract and funky. And I'm like, I can do it. <laughs> that's such a good point. That's such a good point. That's what's what that's what they call a gap in the market. Um, like in marketing terms is when you identify the thing that like people are wanting, expressing interest for, or mm -hmm. like slightly like not hinting to what that that they're needing it but they're talking about it like in an abstract way and like then you find that place where you can fit in like what you do that's exactly what that is what you did that's so amazing I thought they were so cute because I was like you know I have I mean I did photography and I was like yeah this is like capturing reality but sometimes like I want something that's that's really abstract to represent mm -hmm. my life because that's very uniquely human to to take a picture or a moment and then turn it into how it feels, which is yeah. something that I love. And I, I wish I had done that. Um, cause I had a dog and I got a portrait made of them, mm -hmm. but, and then like, I tried to do my own and I was like, I kind of want something different. Cause I, yeah. I was cherishing those memories, but that's fantastic. I hope that's go that's going well and that you have some more, uh, portraits to do because those are so much fun. I don't at the moment, but I'm hoping I get some coming up. I think it like it also captures like the way I see the world, like the abstract vibes, um, mm -hmm. you know, like like it has a little touch to it on like how I see the world. Yeah, I love that. I call that um, my my kaleidoscope vision is what I call <laughs> it is like cool. sometimes. Well, it's like for me, it's like writing. That's how I think mm -hmm. in abstract terms. It's like because poetry is like there's no rules you can say whatever 
Um, so it's like me taking a step back and like, just like, just stop focusing so much for a second. That's kind of what abstract means to me. That's probably maybe similar. Yeah. I love that. And then I had another question, which sometimes is a hard question to answer. So you could totally think about it. Okay. But what is the, the biggest challenge that you faced on your page and with posting on social media? Because I feel like some common things I hear are, um, I'm just scared or like, it's hard for like time-wise to make it happen. And I, I would love to know like specifically what, what is the biggest thing that kind of stops you from showing up in exactly the way that you want to, or you envision it? Yeah, I guess at first I was having trouble, like I said, like showing up authentically and then I getting caught, caught in like, uh, trends and like also getting caught up in like views and like, oh, this TikTok flopped, like, Mm -hmm. like not having like a lot of views but I guess and I guess I still struggle with that like sometimes but when I like then I snap back into it and like okay like I'm just like putting myself out there and I can't control I it's very much like relating to like uncertainty because you never know like how a video is gonna do and you could put like hours into a video and you like don't know how it does, but then like spend like 10 minutes on another video and then it like blows up. So yeah. it's just like embracing that uncertainty with social media, I think. Gosh, but, that is such a good point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's my main struggle. Like, and I do struggle with like uncertainty sometimes of social media, but I feel like I'm like, kind of embracing it and like leaning into it and having a better like relationship with the uncertainty of social media. And I'm like, when my art blows up, it'll blow up. If it's meant to be like, my time will come. Right. And I've seen, I've seen artists and creatives build pages that never like quote unquote blew up. They never had Mm -hmm. an abnormal spike of views, but they still make sales because when we're focused on things that we can't control, we're just like, oh, I didn't get this result that this artist had and I'm like modeling my my growth after what they had happened to them. Yeah. And it's, it's more like, okay, what can you control? You can control when someone gets to your page, right? If, if it's a viewer that's been there, if it's like 200 views and you just like, mm-hmm. they, they like five of them went to your profile, then you can control what happens after that point, right? You can control yeah. the videos that are on there, how they feel, like the most recent ones that are pinned, and the link and like your calls to actions, you can control all those things. And that's kind mm-hmm. of the goal anyways, to get them off of the site and onto a place that you own. But social media's yeah. goal is the opposite, to keep them on there forever, which is why really short videos of random things go viral because the algorithm doesn't care that you have a shop and that you have a career trying to make. Very it true. just wants people to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of frustrating sometimes. And I've had that happen to me where a video performs better that doesn't necessarily speak to me. And I'm like, okay, well, what I'm learning is I need to make sure that every video I make is like aligned towards the goal because, Mm -hmm. you know, you should be having fun, but the things that you're showing that are fun and those quick moments should still be on topic to like who you are as a person or what you're offering to people. I love that so Mm -hmm. much. And Mm -hmm. I saw that a lot of your videos are speaking to uh, mental illness, relationships, 
and just our conversation with ourselves about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are super vulnerable things to talk about. Those are scary <laughs> sometimes uh, yeah. to do. And I, I, I was wondering, how do you know what to talk about, like in your captions or in your videos and, and what are to share? How do you know when you're being vulnerable in, in a way that's healthy for you? Or how do you know when it doesn't feel that way? Hmm, that's a good question. I think it's like about like maybe not balance, but kind of like finding that middle ground of like I'm not gonna like overshare and like trauma dump, but mm-hmm. maybe like like get to the point of like what is this piece actually about? And then maybe leave leave the like what is this about to me? Like what does it mean to me? And maybe leave the rest up to interpretation from other people. Because I've had like a lot of people like interpret my art a lot differently than the intended message. And I'm like, that's okay. That's what like art's about. Like everyone like sees it differently, but to just like, maybe just like put out like what it means to me and then like leave it up to the audience, but not like, not like overshare anything. Um, It's, I guess it's a hard like balance. Mm, Yeah. I, I just talked about that the other day with someone uh, on a call. They were like, okay, I, I don't feel like it's my job to explain, you know, what it means to other people. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's theirs, you know, once you post it. And I told them, yeah, that's true. But also what you do need to understand is like just a general change of behavior of like a before and after snapshot of someone interacting with your work and the, like the general change in their, their ability to process something or the celebration of something, or mm-hmm. usually it's like, it's like acknowledging a topic that's hard to talk about for artists who do like traditional artwork that's talking about those hard topics. Or it could be something as simple as like, I make crochet uh, bunny mm. bunny uh, tank tops. And it's like, I've seen that. And it's like, there's still a, like a general change in, in emotion and behavior that you want yeah. the viewer to have, but you don't have to decide for them what that's going to look like. You can just say in general, mm-hmm. I'd like you to have this result. Um, mm-hmm. And like, for me, I that that comes back to like your why is like like for me my why is like helping people feel less alone so Mm -hmm. like I take that and I like when I'm posting posting something I think about okay if that's a general thing I want to happen I can explain you know my process in that light but people Mm -hmm. are going to comment and take it there however they experience it and that's that's the fun part is when you're like yeah oh, like this helped you, you know, that, that makes mm-hmm. my heart so happy. And I was also super interested because you mentioned Buddhist psychology, um, yeah. the idea of impermanence and constant change. Um, I thought that was so cool that you shared that with us just mm-hmm. like, like on a more, I think, I guess it's like a spiritual level of how you approach the world. That's really scary to share and something that I've like kind of tiptoed around, but you did it really bravely. So that's really awesome. Do you have a a way that you bring in that philosophy into your posting of, of using it to like uh, guide you or comfort you in any way or talk about it? So I guess my question is how does it show up uh, on your pages? Like that, that your Buddhist psychology philosophies, the uncertainty is a big like thing in Buddhism, like the uncertainty, like to lean into uncertainty. And that shows up a lot, like what we talked about before, 
Another thing that comes to mind is um, a Buddhist concept called brilliant sanity. Um, mm -hmm. It's basically like basic goodness, like beneath it all, we're all like basically good. And like with my videos, I try to like, like I don't like try to like show my brilliant sanity, but I feel like uh, in some of my videos, more of the time than other, my brilliant sanity comes through and like, mm. like, mm -hmm. that's so beautiful. That's mm -hmm. so wonderful. I was looking into it. Actually, I have a little book with me. It's I think it's called like a uh, hundred religions, like fifty second oh. religions or whatever. So I was like looking through, it and I found that one, and I I totally forgot about reading it. I remember reading it and be like. I kind of like this. Like, I like where this is yeah. going as far as just like the general view of, of life. And I love, mm -hmm. I love when, especially like when I have my clients or just people at DM me and they're really open about things like that because like ultimately we're all just kind of like making art to try to help like soothe or challenge each other. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's great to know like, what that artist actually thinks about during the day and you know everybody has a different level of comfort with that but i feel yeah. like you sharing that really made a difference and it it made me when i came to your page i was like oh like you have a lot to say about that and that mm -hmm. makes me like want to know more about your work which is great and mm -hmm. you also mentioned the idea of focusing on fun which is yeah. creating messy art can you just tell us before i continue like wow like, how is that going for you? What is that about for you, creating messy art? Yeah, um, I guess it was, like, I found myself, like, too, like, focused on the outcome for some paintings, but, like, making, like, messy, like, art that's not, like, I'm not thinking of an outcome. It's very, like, it's very, it relates back to Buddhism, too, like, living in the present moment and, like, just, like, making messy, like, art, like, fun, like, um, what's the word um intuitive it's very intuitive art mm -hmm. and it just like it's just like for me like I'll just like sit down and like do whatever like I mean I think I made, the video was like a strawberry but I'll like literally just like make like a chili or like something like fun like even if it's just like squiggles like yeah it's just a way to like have time and space just just to make art and not to be so like focus on the outcome yeah or like so serious about it I saw that mm -hmm. video and I, something clicked in my brain I was like I don't think I've ever approached a creative project since I was like a kid where I was just like just playing like to see mm -hmm. what happens and to not worry about like will I like this enough to want to like keep it or like give it to someone that was kind of my bar of yeah. like if it's good or not it's like what if it's just like a piece of paper like that is just a piece of paper like you can do whatever you want with it mm -hmm. and I feel like nowadays with my with my writing I thought about that after I saw your video and I was like like what if you just let like words come out when you're writing and you mm -hmm. didn't like censor or like worry about the spelling or like if it sounds good or feels good, it's like, I mean, that was really inspiring to me because like, mm -hmm. when was the last time any of us did that? Probably when we were kids. Cause that's kind of the yeah. last time you feel like that. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because I made art as a kid and it was kind of like that same like energy, like not worrying about the outcome. But then I didn't, I didn't start like paint, pick up painting again until 2018 um which is like 
And then I went to art school and I was like so intimidated because all of the people have been like working, like doing the art. They had like art portfolios and like everything. Like they, um, they, a lot of them like did art in high school and like middle school. And I had like oh. kind of put it to the side and like not worked did anything artistic, like until 2018. And that's kind of when my oh. journey like began with it. That's so interesting. I had a similar thing where uh, when I got I, my first degree is a creative degree in photography. Mm-hmm. And I when I first got into it, I was super insecure because I I came from like I was investing less in it in high school. I did more just like mm-hmm. tiptoeing into everything instead of focusing on photography. And I felt really insecure. I felt like like I didn't know all the settings on my camera I didn't have a nice camera and I didn't I didn't have a like portfolio or like an Instagram which was what was popular a couple years ago but that I didn't have any of that and I was like well like I felt like you kind of feel like why should you bother but like that is the enemy of like growth and learning is being like Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if you're bad it doesn't matter if you don't achieve you know, at the same pace as someone else, because yeah, like, that's not the point. Like, if you want to be yeah. out everyone, if you want to be the best <laughs> to do something, I'm sorry, but like, you probably won't be the best at anything because like, yeah. we're just people, you know what I mean? Um, uh, but I love, yeah, I love that and, philosophy of just like not thinking too hard. Mm-hmm. Because um, like back to like the human like thing, it's just like, it's a process and it's a journey. It's not like, this outcome is like gonna happen. Like I just like do this and this and this. It's just like, let's see what my journey is. Yeah, and every time I've reached any goal that I've set, I I realize that that is not like the end of anything. It's never mm-hmm. the thing. Like the thing that you want. Um, oh, that's so good. I feel like so uh, deep about it right now. My head is spinning. <laughs> um, my my second question though was. With that, like, just philosophy of, like, of just not taking things too seriously and just just doing it, do you feel like that has bled into how you post content as well, um, as well as your art? Do you feel like you've learned how to do that while also creating art in that way with that philosophy? Um, yeah, I think some of my videos are, like, done at, like, 10 p.m. And I'm just like, I'm going to make a video. Like, what is it going to be? And then I just, like decide yeah. if I want to do like a voiceover or talk to the camera or just like show a piece. And I feel like this, um, like what's the word, like being very spontaneous, like posting, like I'll get an idea at like 10 PM and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this and I'm not going to think about it too much. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. Cause it feels, I mean, so for fun. me, it makes me feel silly. Like I, mm-hmm. that's the other thing I, I forgot when you mentioned uh, uh, trends, I was like, thinking about how I approach it I was I was like okay when I when you follow a trend it's like you'll get a little bit more views those people will probably be adjacent to your target audience mm-hmm. but for me I don't do the trends unless I feel like it's really fun like I didn't yeah. do any for a long time and then those um those Pedro Pascal memes came out uh and I was just like this is so funny this is like just genuinely funny and it has to do with like who I am of just mm-hmm. being silly so yeah, that that's like kind of the advice I give is like you you have to do it when you when you genuinely enjoy it. And then mm-hmm. when it's in the moment, it's like 
that content is so much better in the moment. Like, yeah, just you. I mean, by good content, I mean just like being a person. That's really what. Yeah, is like just being a person who's intr- excited about something and like being vulnerable in that way. And it could be with trends, or it could be with just something you're thinking about, or like uh, a, a painting you messed up, or like a sale you recently got. Those things just make us giddy to see. Mm-hmm. Like as a viewer, you're like. It's so precious to me. That's my favorite thing ever. So I'm glad you've thought uh, about doing that. That's kind of a next level thing for a lot of my clients. <laughs> next level. Yeah. Next level. It's like there's like uh, the first people that come into like uh, being a client with me. They're kind of like on the baby part of their journey. And then there's mm-hmm. like some people that I'm like, like you don't even need me anymore. You're so good at them. <laughs> I taught them how to do everything. That's my my goal is to like just enjoy it though wherever people are at but yeah it's yeah. definitely a journey yeah and i i wanted to give you uh, an opportunity to think about this answer it's okay if you don't know right away but i was wondering what is one result one awesome outcome that you would love to have from from your time that you've invested on social media um and this is kind of like a very interesting question to ask artists because I feel like a lot of the times they know, but they don't know how to say it. So have you thought about what you want out of it? Um, I guess one of the big things for me is like, I want to have like a community, like an art community that I can like share work with and like see their work and kind of support each other. And I've, I have like mutuals and stuff that, that happens, but not like a huge community. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be really nice and just to like get my art out there and like have people view it and see it and like whether they think it's good or bad just have it like out there somehow like yeah. more um, I guess exposure yeah and I mean it'd be great too if I made some sales <laughs> yeah yeah that's kind of like the goal right is to do it do what you love every day and be able to know yeah to be yeah. like semi full-time because I'm studying to be a therapist so I, I'm not I don't plan that's on doing cool. art full-time but just like semi full-time that's so awesome oh my gosh that was something I thought about being like a long back in the day I thought about being a therapist that's awesome that's so interesting that you're an artist and a therapist wow well, a therapist in training but well yeah yeah <laughs> you got the you got the mindset it takes a incredible amount of work and mm. a lot of insight to be able to do both those things that's really interesting yeah. a lot of artists sometimes like if they have a day job or they're like a transitioning job I I like to just hear about it because I want to know if it's something that like serves you also in your art because sometimes it's helpful to like t- take a step back and look at things in a big picture be like you know does this is this gonna serve my purpose as a human and Art could do that, and also other things. Other things could do that um, to kind of help you just feel like you like enjoy every day, you know. Yeah, and it, I've I started like doing like um, like trying to find like art in life, like just like picturing like my life as like art, and then that helps with like my creativity because even if I'm not like painting that day, at least I did like something creative. Like I got like a coffee and like. Yeah. romanticized the shit out of it so it's like <laughs> artistic in a way 
Yeah, I got that. I got that white lavender mocha, and now I feel better. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I've been practicing that too, just trying to like enjoy every moment and just the mm-hmm. thing I've been saying to myself because I've been doing a lot of driving lately is being like, okay, you're always sitting in the car being like, am I going to get there on time? Like, what's it going to be like when I get there? It's like, well, like right now is pretty great. Like, yeah, like look around unless you're like driving through Kansas or something. I'm sorry. It's not that great to look around, <laughs> but like yeah. there's always something to find and be like in awe of. And I feel like that's such a beautiful thing to try to do every day. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And my my last question for you is a question for me. So do you have a question about social media that I can help to answer for you, to help you get where you want to go, or just to enjoy it more? Have you ever thought about a question? Okay, so I'm in the process of I'm trying to figure out like a website, like what to build my website on. That's a good question. What are good, um, good sites to build websites? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've actually, um, I've got a few people that I can send you to that do like specifically build websites for artists. Um, mm-hmm. I'll write that down. Uh, okay. so for me, uh, I've used Wix. Um, mm. Wix is, it's a really high learning curve, but, uh once you get going with it you can be way more unique and customized with it Mm -hmm. it's really it's not that too hard it's really intuitive there's no coding or anything uh, unless you want to and you can do a store there's like super low uh processing fees um and then the price is really affordable like i think a full website with a store is like 20 dollars a month i think um and then like the the free version is also great to get started um Mm -hmm. And then, like, a number two for me would be Squarespace. Squarespace mm-hmm. is more like you're going to pay more, but you're going to do less, but also have less customized options. Um, mm-hmm. But it's going to be easier um, to do it. Um, and then I think a third one might be WordPress. WordPress I would not do unless you have, like, a friend who codes or you know how to code. Yeah. Or at least like have a lot of time on your hands. Um, yeah, for sure. For me, I loved Wix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I guess um, my well, I don't guess. I know this. My at is um, at Pantasmagoria, but there's an e after. It's like it has gore in it because my last name is Gore, so I added an e after the R. Yeah, that's my. That's my Instagram. That's my Instagram. And then my TikTok is Pantasmagoria underscore art. But I really appreciate all of your ideas and your time and just sharing with us how you've been doing it. Because I feel like sometimes we get so isolated and like Mm -hmm. think that we're alone. So I really appreciate uh, your time and talking with me. Yeah, I appreciate you. And thank you for having me on your show and for all your time. Thank you for spending time with me today. You can submit questions and apply to be on the podcast or just chat with us on our Discord server by visiting me on Instagram or TikTok and searching for the name Hanala, H-A-N-N-A-L-A-H, and then clicking on the link in my bio. Please make sure to leave us a review. It helps me so much to connect with more brilliant artists and creatives. I can't wait to talk to you all again soon.